and whole lifetimes in a single year. These stories were passed down through the centuries, eventually becoming Irish and Scottish folktales about men who were lured by fairies into dancing themselves to death, encounters with hordes of ghosts, and deals with diabolical tricksters. Samhain may have provided Halloween with the raw grist for its dark mill. The Irish and Scots may have kept it alive through the centuries, while the British condemned it as a relic of a religion they no longer accepted. But it really took the Americans to produce the Halloween we know today. When the Irish fled famine in the mid-19th century and brought their celebrations with them, they found an American upper-middle class hungry for ways to party. The explosive growth of magazines introduced American matrons to the quaint October festival with its games and costuming and glimpses into the world beyond. The New World provided a native squash called the pumpkin, which proved perfect for carving ghoulish faces into. In their native land, Irish pranksters had been content to light up turnips. And by the 20th century, manufacturing companies had found ways to profit from candy, costumes, and decorations. Now, in the 21st century, Halloween has overcome religious objections, emigration, destructive pranking at the height of the Great Depression, unfounded urban legends of poisoned candy and razor blades and apples, co-opting by counterculture groups, acts of terrorism, and, in a curious full circle, religious objections to not merely survive, but thrive. It has overtaken other holidays in sales of sweets and booze. Its influence has spilled into areas of pop culture as diverse as tattooing and escape rooms, and Halloween literature has experienced a renaissance. The stories in Haunted Nights showcase why Halloween is such an effective theme in fiction. Halloween, with its roots in a night that lifts the veil between our world and the next, is broad enough to hold horror tropes like ghosts, witches, and shapeshifters, but it also has its own specific icons, like Stingy Jack, the blacksmith who outwits the devil but is finally forced to wander the earth forever, with his way lit only by a glowing hell ember carried in a carved pumpkin, or turnip, the jack-o'-lantern, in other words. Halloween's universal appeal, we are all interested in death, aren't we, makes it work in both isolated rural settings and densely packed urban locales. It has a rich history and seems poised to extend into a long and interesting future. And it has given rise to related holidays, Devil's Night, held on October 30th, the night to which pranking was banished. All Souls' Day, when souls trapped in purgatory can receive our offerings. The Welsh Nos Calan with its bonfires and particularly vicious fortune-telling games. And Dia de los Muertos, which merges Catholicism's somber devotions to the dead with the far more colorful celebrations of Mesoamerica's Aztec and Mayan peoples. There are stories here about witches and fairies, the devil and his foe Jack, madness and art and revenge and birth and death and veils between worlds. I think the Celts would have recognized these stories, traded them around a Samhain fire, and shivered in delight at them. When you hear them, I hope you'll think of the grand, millennia-old tradition you're participating in. Happy Halloween. With Graveyard Weeds and Wolfsbane Seeds By Shannon McGuire It's Halloween, Mary told Cook, while Cook boiled caramel and dipped apples and laid them on the table to dry, 
buttery and glistening in their new candy shells. Cook smiled indulgently and gave Mary a ball of caramel to play between her fingers and shooed her out of the kitchen. It's Halloween, Mary told Mr. Evans the gardener while he stuffed old clothes with hay and sticks and raised his new-formed scarecrows onto their stands, propping them around the grounds like watchful sentinels. Mr. Evans smiled, not quite as indulgently as Cook, and gave Mary a stick and some string to tie around it and shooed her out of the garden. It's Halloween, Mary told Mr. Blake the coachman while he oiled the hinges on the front gate so they would creak like such and not like so when the trick-or-treaters came to call. Mr. Blake smiled coolly and gave Mary an old horseshoe, heavy and red with streaks of rust like drying blood, and shooed her away from the gate back toward the house. It's Halloween.